How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jamie Filer, and I am joined by one of my favorite people, someone I respect so much as a human being and as a personal trainer. I mean, I don't even know if I can label you as a personal trainer because you wear so many hats. Jacqueline Cordero, how are you? I'm so good, Jamie. Thank you for having me on again for the second time. It was, we've we've done this before. Yes. So what's interesting is that we don't have a lot of people on twice because once we've heard your story, like, that's amazing. Like, congrats on your success, but you continue to climb so exponentially after our first one, we're like, oh my God, she's not at all in the same place in her business now as she was the first time we did the interview. So um, just a small recap, little bit of history, because I mean, again, you were still holding on to your nursing license last time we spoke. So uh, small background about where you've been beforehand. Yeah. So, okay. Um, Let's be honest. I I made a huge pivot from nursing into entrepreneurship. Um, I guess I would say probably the birth of like lockdown-ish when we were in COVID, things kind of just were, were at a time where we were all kind of like, what's happening, right? So for me, I'm a single mom of two beautiful girls working as an RN um, with, the, with the government end-of-life uh, cancer patients at the time, you know, now having to kind of remodel my whole life recently, divorced, um, just trying to get my ground and my footing, right? And I know now, looking at where I was then, this is typical Jack behavior. And I think my parents would probably not only agree with me, but they probably would like to have a seat in this chair after I'm done today. (laughs) Only because my mother used to say, if you don't have four pots going on the fire, I I don't know who you are. And I always, and which was probably why when I uh, became a nurse, I I went into uh, critical care, like ER ER nurse you know, uh, white knuckle driving to work every day, wondering what I'm going to do as a new nurse, like, and like the things, right? Because you experience such high intensity in terms of like the flow of how the medical system is and, and patient care and all the things. But I guess when I made that pivot going to, uh, from nursing into entrepreneurship, I was, you know what I was, I had two choices. I'm like, I could be, do what I always thought I was meant or uh, maybe loved to do at one time and just keep doing that and hoping that it gets better. But I've never been the type of person that's like, if I don't like something, I just go, okay, well, let's just see how it works out. I've never been that person. So I, you know, this was no different. And I also have two daughters that are looking at me as not only their mother, but a leader as an example, as a, as a woman. And I'm like, no, it's not okay to sit idle. Just like, and it was my choice. Like if you're not happy in a marriage and things don't work out, you make the choice to be happy and you want the other person to be happy as well. So you make the change to do things to better your quality of living. So this was no different. Um, So as you know, I made that pivot now from let's say two and a half years ago till maybe now, maybe be almost three years into this. I've never loved my life harder than I do now because that decision 
opened up the gateway for everything beautiful to come into my life. And I just, this, these are the types of conversations that I have with my clients, because I know for a fact, I am no different than any other human being, woman, mother, any person that anyone can relate to in terms of who I am than anyone else. It's just, I've been doing, following my intuition and the concepts of what it takes to get to a place, um, consistency, hard work and discipline for a lot longer and my and your life starts to reward you because of those great decisions that you make and yeah. things just follow suit positive energy follows positive energy so, so yeah yeah things have been things are going on on an uphill for me um for a while now so i and i'm very grateful for it so so let's talk about it because again when we had you on last you i, I believe there were there were a bunch of different again there were four different burners going there was a challenge <laughs> There was your one-to-one clients, and then we were working on kind of building like an elite level, you get more jack for more money type of business model. So there were several right. different options. What what does your business look like now? You know, it's funny because you're right. When you had just said personal trainer, um, you know, to, to describe kind of what um, I guess I was when I started with TRM. I have probably morphed into more than that. I don't really know if there's a description, but I, what I would say is, you know, the combination of what my uh, education or professional life as a nurse has, has provided me with my um, natural ability to help, help nurture, assess, kind of just connect with people on, on, a, on a really great level. Um, has allowed me to level up as I would say, maybe refer to as a life coach, maybe just refer to, you know, um, a person that has education and a passion in fitness and has just really kind of blended those things to really nicely to be able to guide people to being a better version of themselves. And I know that just through my own experience of, you know, competing and all the things I've done in the fitness world, um, it's, it's, it's not something to just build a, a short-term plan for, and then you execute and you're done. Your, your health and your lifestyle and your fitness should be something that's sought after in terms of like a lifelong project. And that's what I really try to teach people. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a combination of maybe, you know, um, lifestyle coach, um, you know, maybe wellness, um, motivation, um, physical training, nutritionist, all the things. I don't know. It's a great blend. But what I do know is that my focus is changing people in their entirety mind the body and soul to and when i say soul it it, you know it's not from a religious or a um, you know methodology of what people would traditionally think of your soul in terms of working on it It would be more something like when you combine um the discipline into learning how you're wired as a person and what makes you what what feeds your soul your body your, the progress of your body follows suit and then that's how you tap into like that feeling of feeling fulfilled in your soul yeah, that feeling of you know that that feeling where you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't know I could see the world in this lens. Like this is a really, it's like the lights kind of shine brighter inside. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you work one on one with clients? Do you have a team of coaches? Do you just do group? So my Jack Fit, which you referred to as the challenge earlier, um, so that is usually probably the, the the most fun part of the concept with Jack Fit programs that are out there. I do have accountability coaches that work um, on the team, and they help me kind of do the things like the check-ins and you know just mentorship and um, you know just like leading by example into each phase. And there's four phases of the Jack Fit challenge. They're six weeks long. 
the winner, we, we celebrate their progress, mind, body, and soul with a beautiful transformation with lower photography. Um, and um, so that, that one's the highly, most highly subscribed program that I have. Then I have something which was a one-to-one, -one. I think the last time we spoke, but I did uh, kind of morph that into an elite type program where that's a little bit more intimate. I spend more time with them. These are clients that are higher level, higher level needs. They are committed, but maybe they just don't necessarily want the team camaraderie that you get with a six week challenge, yeah. um, you know, that kind of thing. So they want a more one-to-one, -one, uh, a little bit a little more bit focused, focused on, on um, you know, and longer term, I usually find that my lead clients need, or, you know, desire a longer term with a coach so this is probably more like six months to a year right and these are individuals that could have i mean my boyfriend's one example of the elite program and um he was probably one of my most challenging clients and still is the most challenging client but i will say great student and when and he's living proof that when you put the concepts into play and you trust the process and he, him being even a former athlete, I'll tell you, it doesn't matter where you come from, what your resources are. If you don't learn the pathways of your own success intrinsically, so the things that you need to sometimes set boundaries, sometimes you need to cut them off, sometimes mentally you need to let things go. If you don't do that, you can never sustain physical results, right? Your, your progress won't be long-term. So the, the elite program is a lot of, it's a, it's a lot of life, uh, life skills, a lot of life teaching and, and really, really just tapping into tapping things into that are going to, going to create your create success, your own algorithm of what it, what that means for that person specifically. Sure. So how do you, how do you yeah. determine or what, uh, what capacity, what roster capacity do you have for each program? Like, how do you know, I don't know. Do you have a roster cap for, for each program? Absolutely. Um, Jack fit. We obviously there are their larger groups and what we, um, we have clients participate in and that's something because I have a team behind me, the elite program it's well, for one, it's, you can't, if you're going to do any job that effectively in the best way you can, you have to set boundaries, right? And that means just making sure you can put the time, um, undivided time aside for, for each person. And they deserve that. They're paying great money for that. So with the elite, it's an application process. People will sign up, um, then they'll book a, a free consult. I'll kind of go over it's Basically I'm interviewing these clients yeah. because they have to be a good fit. And I'm putting a lot, a lot of, of my time in. in and anyone that's ever worked with me knows it's 110% or it's not. Like I just, yeah. I, I don't know any other way. And so that when I accept these clients into the elite program, they have to be 100%. Or oh. I'm gonna say, this is not the right, program for you possibly but maybe the the six-week transformation is um and if not then i give them a little bit of time um and then we can revisit that you know in a couple months if you know if they're in a better place or maybe it just it's, it seems like better but i do cap out on the elites only because it is something that's um you know worth the time and a squeeze with every client so i try to make the best of it and i mean and then i have boundaries too i'm only one person so uh, <laughs> to work yeah. 24 hours and you know, crush it from the time I wake up at four till the time I go to bed, probably, which is I faithfully try nine thirty, but that doesn't always work. And then yeah. obviously the travel. But yeah, I mean, we have to take in consideration, even though we want to be successful, the number one thing is you have to know that it's quality, not quantity of clients. Right. Of course. Right. Right. So, right. Yeah. And also the better you serve them, the longer they are likely to continue and the more they'll also recommend people of their caliber, but that again, all starts with quality that you give them, right? The customer service. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah. So you mentioned getting up at four. I love your 4 a.m. stories, 4 a.m. club reels. Uh, when did you decide that you were going to join the 4 a.m. club? Was that a conscious decision or was that like, man, I just have to wake up at four if I'm going to do everything I need to in a day? Whew. Well, uh, it's a little combination of both, Jamie, because <laughs> this didn't happen um, just when I created Jack Fit. I, never, I was always an early bird. Um, yeah. back in the day, even before I even, um, knew what really weight training was, I was the person that got up and I started running in the morning just cause I watched Rocky and all of these movies with my brothers growing up. And I thought how cool, right? It just kind of like, and I've always been into sports. So I thought, you know what, as you get older, I want to be able to continue that motivation. So what do you do out of school? What do you do out of the things when you're female? Like, oh, you yeah. pick up something. So I started running and then that was early. And then uh, when I got into nursing, working 12 hour shifts from seven in the morning till seven at night, guess what? You're gassed after 7 PM. You don't want to yeah. do anything. So return music off and then just silence your brain. So for me, getting up early and getting my, my cardio, my lift in was, became a very um, contagious concept for myself because not only did I feel great in the morning, the endorphin release, obviously you get the physical benefit and all the, all the things, but you're better when you go into a place of employment. You're better, like for my my world, ER, I was a better nurse. I was able to help people more. I had energy waking me up. The people that were coming, um, that were leaving shift and were giving a report, I'm in, you know, I'm in tune there. I'm, you know, listening so that they can get, um, you know, and pass their patients off to me with, with ease and knowing that, you know, I'm on my game. The confidence, right? They're just, it's everything, everything levels, levels up. up. You're prepared. You're prepared. You set the tone set the for the tone. day. So from the early age of nursing, and then I took that into, and I started having kids. So when you have children, I mean, unless you're going to, you have the ability, um, and I didn't have a nanny or support in that sense. So I would get up before my husband at the time would go to work and I would put two hours in the gym, come home, hopefully before the girls were up and he had to get out the door. And then I would start my day like that. And it just always has worked that early investment in the day has always worked because nine times out of 10, most people around you that depend on you or that are, are around you are sleeping and good for them. But oh. guess what? Nobody can take that time away from you. So right. yeah. it just works. No. Yeah. I, lo I love how you, you know, put that. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it's really, it's really time about you. It's not time for anyone else. Um, and the other thing is you're able to unpack a lot of the things that you carry day to day. And when you're able to unpack it early, early in the morning, in the morning you make room for more quality thing, or more quality thoughts, more quality product. You're more, you're more productive, all the things, right? So you're making more room for the good things to come in. Oh, I yeah. love how you phrase that. Oh my God. Okay. So let's talk about, well, I want to go back to time management and boundaries because you have yep. your two girls, you travel a ton. Like you are more than just bi-coastal. Um, you've yes. got a boyfriend, you a crazy busy entrepreneur. How do you balance it? When does everything happen? You know what? The honest to God's truth is the people that I've selectively chosen around me are the people that allow me to be successful. And when I say that, it's a supportive, when you become a better version of yourself, you have a better team around you and you look around you and all of a sudden you're like, these people are all rock stars. And if, if anything, these are people that are elevating me. So, so I, surround I surround myself with people that are, their games higher than mine or I aspire to be level. I, I aspire to level up like them. Um, you know, I have an amazing supportive boyfriend. I have two beautiful girls that just 
are queens in their own. Um, and I have a great group of friends that I just, you know, I adore. But these people allow me in my life to be able to flow um, in unison with theirs. So everything just kind of works. Do you get tired? Yes. Boundaries are huge. You have to know boundaries are huge. I, pra- I mean, if, if I'm going to tell my clients, give me one thing you need to work on, they'll usually say X, Y, and Z. But what it actually boils down to is boundaries. And I'm still working on them because you yeah. have to have boundaries put in place, correct? Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's, it really has to do with, um, you know, just who you selectively choose around you um, that's going to make you successful in your own. And that can be on any, every level, personal, romantic, professional, all the things, right? So yeah. yeah. Do you ever suffer from imposter syndrome? Absolutely. I think we all do. And if we're, and if we're not going to say we don't, I don't think you're being honest with yourself. I think that that is just how we are wired as human beings, especially humans that want better or more for themselves. There's always going to be times where, um, you walk into a room and you go, I just maybe for a a fleeing second, I don't really know if I quite belong here. The second something like that creeps into my brain and I go, really Jack? And this is a conversation I'm having myself really, Jack, you don't belong here. Well, let me just tell you something. Every single person in this room probably will think that at least one time while they're here, you're not alone. And I always think that you're not alone because for every time. And I mean, like, again, if we dissect ourselves, we're all, we're all made the same way. It's just, we have different strengths and and weaknesses, right? So we're all made the same way. way. We have to realize realize that maybe their strength is my weakness, but that's okay. How are they, how are they getting to a point of that's their strength? I want to learn from that. So instead of internalizing those, those thoughts of self, like, you know, imposter syndrome or things that, um, you know, the things that are the the ugly feelings that we don't like to feel the vulnerabilities, instead of trying to deny them or deflect them, embrace them and learn how, and learn how to work with that. Cause I can promise you, you will learn and it just takes time. And that's the other thing, patience. It's definitely not a strong suit of mine, but that's the other thing. <laughs> Boundaries and patience. But those yeah. two things go hand in hand. They truly yeah. do. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know. I mean, again, based on what I know about you, I don't know if you're impatient. I think you're just relentless. That's it. <laughs> that, could be, that could be, yeah. It, you know what? It's like saying obsessive or passionate. It yeah. depends on how you want to look at things. You're right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, relentless. Yeah, I, I guess that would be fair to say. Um, yeah. I, 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 have a, I have a mission in life. I want to, number one, I want to live the best life I can live. And number two, I want the people around me to be able to live the best life that they can. So if I can contribute to that somehow, then I'm just going to keep t- continue to work on myself. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. essentially that's what Jack Fit is. Um, so it's just a matter of what works, what's working for me, what I know really works for, you know, women, especially, um, you know, and, and then the other thing is how I can relate my life experience to some of the clients that are, are mothers or that have gone through maybe divorce or have gone through, um, you know, the things that I've gone through in life. I'm able to kind of share that um, on a very unapologetic vulnerability state of mind when I'm yeah. doing these check-ins so that they know it's, it's a safe and comfortable place to understand like, Oh, okay. So I am normal. And I, I can do this. And, if, you know, yeah. and Jack, you know, it works for Jack. Why can't it work for me? You know? Yeah. 100%. So. What would be the two biggest pieces of advice you would give to someone who said, who even nurses now, nurses, single moms, who say like, there's no way she was just at the right place at the right time. That's how, like who, who would, 
I don't want to say accused, but who would say that your success is due to luck and circumstance. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. You're, when you're in the public eye, um, there's a lot of lovers, there's a lot of haters. Um, I have no room for haters because I don't, I don't feel like, um, I don't even feel like they're haters. They're just misinformed or they just don't want to take the, 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 the second to really figure it out, which is fine. Whatever, whatever makes them tick, right? Um, what I will say is that it's kind of one of those things where you just have to live like your truth and just be authentically yourself and not worry about the noise around you and just focus on the things that matter, you know, the lane ahead of you. You know, does that make sense? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so I'm, I, I, I feel like we just, we just have to take, a, a, I always say, take a minute to make a moment. And if something isn't sitting well with you or if you don't feel right about something, just take a second and think about it. Yeah. Nobody should be rushing you into, you know, the best way to handle a thought or emotion. Like that's on you to be able to create boundaries again, right? To yeah. do the things that are that are important to you so that you can slowly and methodically kind of, you know, uh, work through it. Yeah. Um, now, being at the right place at the right time, I do believe that that's a thing. But I also know how hard I've worked my ass off oh, yeah. to get where I am today. And I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, no. Um it was because of this. It was because of that. there wasn't a second that didn't go by in my brain that didn't. When I decided, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I made a shift to um, de depart from my husband, uh, ex-husband. That was a very difficult decision to make because I had two girls, girls and I, I always thought when you get married, you get married for married life. For life. Mm -hmm. But when I realized that I wasn't happy and my soul wasn't being fed, and I'm almost certain his wasn't as well, and that you know, now we can come to terms with that. And I think things happen for a reason, but we share two beautiful souls together. I said to myself, you know what? For 15 years in, in my marriage, I've always wanted to do, uh, there's probably eight things on my list that I wanted to do. And yes. maybe because we were busy, it was a different time. We had you know children, working, school, all the things. And, but I had a lot of less noise when I left my marriage and I was able, huh, I, you know, being a single mother wasn't an easy task to, to kind of, you know, um, get used to, yeah. but it certainly, it, it threw a fire and a motivation inside of me that I didn't, I knew I had, but it was just a matter of like, oh, is that ever going to come out or not? Maybe, yeah. maybe not. Again, not my personality. And I don't, it was almost like I was kind of not living the the exact version of myself and this is where or my clients are saying you know what i became a parent and i lost myself or I, I got married and i lost my identity we all do it on some level sure but when i made the pivot from you know the marriage into being a single mom and there was i just i was like i'm not sitting and waiting anymore i had a vision board i even take a picture of it I have a vision board in my office. It was, I don't know, at the, my office at the time was a smaller room. I had like a whiteboard and I had put down eight things that I'm going to crush in 2000. Actually, it was, so yeah, it was two years ago. So I was, I turned 40. I, um, I had wanted to do, um, you know, be a, an author to either a magazine or a book. Um, and then I ended up writing, um, you know, just staying consistent with my social media during COVID really helped me. Uh, you know, the more consistent you are in the constant messaging you send, people start to understand that that's actually what it is. It's authentic. It's genuine. People are gravitate to that. So then Oxygen reached out to me. They're like, hey, do you want to be a freelance writer? writer? I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I grew up with Oxygen. How do I? <laughs> that's how I learned the bulk of my uh, fitness. Because at the sure. time, that's yeah. all we had. Was that, that or YouTuber asking the biggest guy in the gym to say, 
okay, I know you're working your back, but what exactly are you doing? And I'd be that girl yeah. that went into the gym yeah. and did that. I didn't care wherever yeah. I got my information, but I worked so hard and diligently at, at wanting to execute those things that I had on my vision board that I, and you say relentless, but yeah, I guess that's, a, that's, that's an example of being that because I knew that what I wanted to do was something to do with helping people, which is why I became a nurse. But I also knew it was, it was bigger than that. And I wanted a bigger scale, a bigger platform to do that. Yeah. And the only way to do that is to work your ass off. So Absolutely. luck may be meeting the right people and not meeting the right people. It doesn't matter because whatever door opens for you, it's your job to work to stay in that room. Yeah. So the door is the door, whatever, whatever is the door. Mic drop, Jack. Thank you so much for the for your time. Uh, glorious background. Perfect morning. Appreciate you so much. Where can people find you online? Thank you. Um, well, we have a website, jackfit.ca. You can find me on Instagram, jac underscore lyn fit. Facebook community page for Jack Fit Community Five AM Club, and um, I will actually. I'm starting a podcast. Um, so that will be something to look forward to as well. So you'll be able to see my face on that. Um, but yeah, either that, I'm open to suggestions on Instagram. Um, if I have the time, I'll reach back, especially if it's something to do that will help you, um, you know, level up your own fitness game or health. And then of course, email. So uh, we have a team that's really responsive and, and timely with that. So if we can help you out, we will. Amazing. Thanks again for your time, Jack. If you like what you Thank heard, you. guys. Make sure that you are subscribing, rate, share, tag us on social media at Trainer Revenue Multiplier. And until next time, we will see you on the next episode again, Jack. You're amazing. Thank you. Have a great Bye. day. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Trainer Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. Take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Trainer Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money-making, business-building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter and harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.